1: What an amazing Saturday at the Minnesota State Fair. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. Team Cobra tells all. It's a very special edition. Bradley Trainer, I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and uh, yeah, so every year we've made this a tradition on the weekend when we broadcast, we tell all. That means if you've got questions about your favorite MyTalk hosts, what they're like behind the scenes, we'll answer them, and we'll tell you some stories of your, uh, about things that have happened uh, in the MyTalk studios and beyond, maybe at Project Down and Dirty. But, Bradley, um, we're kind of this kind of turned out pretty awesome right now, didn't yeah. it?
0: No, it absolutely did. So come down and see us today. Um, thank you for listening. In the meantime, we have two special guests who are going to help us relive one of our favorite moments. And by favorite moments, I mean now it's our favorite moment. At the time, it was literally the worst moment on the air that we ever had. It
1: was frightening. And I
0: think we were probably had been on the air for, because how many years ago would that have been? Well,
1: that would have been, I don't even know, how many years? Six years ago?
0: Six years ago. So this would have been like three years into our show roughly and um, it was april fools and i'll just set it up marjorie and elizabeth who used to do a show together from 9 to noon um, i think you got yeah ringers at 9 to nine noon 9 to noon yeah Okay, I'm confused about where I am in time.
2: <laughs> I space. know it's, it's,
1: things have changed. So we've all changed and grown. Grown. We used
0: to watch a show just to set this up. We used to watch a show called Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. You may remember. Oh,
1: it. Honey Boo Boo. Right? Oh yeah, and Honey Boo Boo. Now it's really sad. But at the get, time,
0: when you get show ideas from Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. You should probably just run the other direction. We should have said no to this. Or
2: you may get fired. So, (laughs) thank you for the foreshadowing,
0: (laughs) Marjorie. Exactly. On an episode of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, they used um, a stink bomb.
1: And it was called a fart bag. Fart bag,
0: yes. Not stink bomb. It was actually called a fart bag. And doesn't that sound cute? Fart bag. Oh, it's like a cute little bag of farts.
3: Yeah. (laughs) So you step
0: on it, 30 seconds pass, the bag explodes, because basically you have like, you trigger a little mechanism. So it would Um. pop and there would be a little fart smell. Mm -hmm. So we were like, oh my God. And and I came, uh, we were driving to work one day and I was like, Colleen, I went on Amazon.com after seeing uh, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. They sell fart bags. I just bought a box of fart bags.
2: <laughs> a box of... Like, and I bet you were
1: super excited. A about box excited. of 75 70 fart bags, bags to have, be exact.
0: I still have 74. We'll <laughs> get to that in a moment. <laughs> yes.
1: Thank <laughs> God. Yeah. So uh, this is where you learn that when Colleen and Bradley don't plan ahead, only bad things happen. Mm. So we're driving That's a good to work. lesson, oh, Colleen. Oh my gosh. Well, we had to learn it the hard way. We were driving to work on April Fool's Day. And... We were like, we have to do an April Fool's joke. What are we going to do? And Brad's like, well, I've got these fart bags in the car. What if we set one off in the studio? We'll bring Marjorie and Elizabeth no. coffee. Nope. Oh, I love no. this! It's like an old married oh, couple. Oh, go, this? no, go, you no, go. No,
0: we we were gonna do Laurie and Julia. Oh,
1: that's right. I that's forgot about that. I've step, you got um, fired.
0: We were gonna step on the fart bag during Laurie and Julia, oh, and one good of us I think it guys. was you had the sense to be. like... I was oh, able to play
1: that tape all the I way through. I don't
0: know that they're gonna necessarily have the sense of humor that say marjorie and elizabeth would have
2: <laughs> oh aren't we lucky we're so lucky
1: so just to so you know laurie and julia dodged a bullet yes you they guys did. actually yeah. well
0: i think we, we took the
1: bullet smell yeah smell yeah. the bullet so yeah. okay so i i actually have the audio of what happened we decided we were going to bring coffee in to marjorie and elizabeth
2: on and the air live on the, live, air, live
1: on the, the show. air just
0: S- break in step on the fart bag and then leave, like unbeknownst to them, I drop it on the floor. <laughs> it's just a tiny little, looks like a bag or a, um, like a trading oh. card, you know, a yeah, baseball like a card baseball
1: card package. package. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so you step on it, walk away, they'd be none the wiser.
1: Okay, so this is what we think is going to happen, and so you can hear, you know, what we'll get you up to speed by letting you listen to how this all began, and then we'll finish the story in just a moment. I just have to be able to get. And,
0: while you're getting it ready, I'll just say you, You're going to hear them talking um, you're gonna, They're very confused as to why we just broke into their studio to deliver tea We
3: were suspicious because you were too nice yeah. It yes. felt odd It felt like yeah, no. something was going on But we couldn't quite figure out what was going on And keep in mind, Marjorie and I are in the middle of a highly rated radio show at that point Yes, and nobody delivers tea to us at My Talk 107 yeah, Maybe well, also- Lori and Julia, but
2: not us
0: I think you guys had completely um, Realized that because it was April Fool's Day Something not good was going to happen
1: Okay so here's Here's what happened
0: Okay.
1: I hope Yeah big setup I know because I don't know <laughs> If it actually will play but we're trying I hit play Okay so what apparently we don't okay. have it No um, Oh shoot you guys This is a bummer um, I turned it. I'm gonna on. try one.
3: Okay, let's try it again. There we go. Okay, okay, we're gonna try it again. Okay, Ready? Here we again.
1: go. Three, two, one. No. Oh, shoot!
3: I should have tried that before. Okay, so here's what happens. <laughs> Now we'll we're gonna react, re-tell, we'll re-tell it. We'll re-act a we'll react time. React First of all, do you, you ladies
0: remember what happened?
3: Yeah, I remember very clearly. I was also very newly pregnant at this
0: time. But we didn't know. Nobody knew. Nobody, Nobody knew. knew I was pregnant, but I was literally really
3: pregnant. And I remember you guys coming in and you were like, We brought you coffee. And I said to Marjorie, don't drink the coffee. Something's going on with the coffee. <laughs> don't drink the coffee. That's, That's not a good idea to drink the coffee. And Marjorie loves coffee. So we'll she see. sees yeah. it and she's like, Yeah, yeah, I want it. Give it to me. Give me more. Give me more. So That's that was our right.
0: distraction, like, hey, we'll fool them over here <laughs> yeah. and they won't see what's going on. over So here. something
3: was going on. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, probably 90 seconds later and they've already left the room. There is a horrendous aroma.
0: Well, first, there's the
3: explosion. Yeah. A little pop. You say pop.
2: I say explosion. <laughs> and
0: Marjorie it was did, like, well, cause jump. You did jump. You're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. And what here's was that.
2: Here's the most frightening thing. People We're live on the air. I have not. I have lots of swear words oh, stuck yeah. inside Marjorie's of me.
1: Marjorie's a swearer. People don't know that. I am
2: a swearer, mm-hmm. and the the fact that one of those words did not come out of my mouth is a miracle. Kind of it's amazing. A miracle. Yeah. It's a miracle.
0: <laughs> that would have been on us. So the pop goes off, and then you start to you both are starting to freak out and go, "Oh god! Oh god!" What yeah. is, what's going on? And then what's I start... On?
3: Well, I grab the garbage can and I start dry heaving. I mean, that's legitimately yeah. what's happening because the stench <laughs> it is was so, so bad. So it starts just permeating through the studio, out into the hallway, to the point where in the next break... Marjorie and I are like, we have to get out of here. We have to get out of here. So we had to pack up our stuff, leave, go into the producer studio and work from there. Because and it's what not they better failed in to there. Do, they didn't <laughs> test this out. So they didn't realize it wasn't just like a tiny little toot. It no, was a massive a stink bomb. It
0: was a massive it like that, absolutely then was. Then started
3: stink the aroma started infiltrating the entire building. building. And here's the thing that you don't
1: know about stink bombs unless you've set one off. I'm an expert now. Is that it doesn't like oh. the smell doesn't oh, dissipate? No no no, oh, no! no no no! It no. travels
2: in a solid cloud.
1: It's so like, like a
0: nuclear cloud. It is. Yeah. It was
2: so horrible, and I like, like rotten eggs. My best memory of that. Was watching the two of you as you realized what you had done, because <laughs> they was out of control. And yes. we're, you know, on the air. We're off in another studio. Now we got, this, a, we
0: got a fan running. Now the, the smell
3: is going down the hallway. Now so you now can they're smell like, it when you walk into the main entrance of Hubbard Broadcasting. No, literally, so you can smell and, the five, and
0: these two, ESPN,
2: these two who are always full of laughter. Not so much. They got Both so scared. So they were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my <laughs> yeah. God,
3: make it stop, make it stop. So make the it stop. best part is when B. Arthur got involved. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we have to leave the studio. We have to go into another studio. B. Arthur, of course, knows what's going on and she decides that she is going to help us out and do a little payback. So she gets in cahoots with one of the big wigs, Mary, at our station and. Colleen and Bradley go on the air right after us. So they have to go in there, and start their show. They're like, oh my gosh. They're like, they said to us, are you guys mad? And we said, no, we're not mad, but we're just worried that other people might be mad in the building. Remember that? And then what had happened was Amy went to Mary. Mary sends them an email at the very beginning of their show that says, after your show, I need you to come and talk to me.
1: Immediately.
3: And that's when you
1: know you're in trouble. The yeah. word immediately after your show, this come is, and comes And these to me. two just start sweating
3: Flop buckets. sweat. Yeah, oh. literally
0: flop sweat. We had to go down to lunch. We talked to our boss, Bea yeah, Arthur. We're like, are we this. okay? Oh my gosh. everything okay? We got this email. We're supposed to, she's like, oh wow, I don't know. You must be in trouble. I don't know what's going <laughs> like, on. I would
1: just, she goes, I would just do your show like normal. Just do your show like normal. It's fine. You can't do
2: anything about it. But this person whose office they had to go to, was everybody's office has this person mm-hmm. where if you're reporting to that office... you It's not good. It's not good. You did, it, and you did a lot wrong. You might as well pack up your stuff first yeah. and then just it's get up. It's an
1: ugly it's situation. It's like being
0: called to the principal's yeah. office, Big time. Yeah, Big time. And so... I don't even know how far we got in. You came in to like tell us you guys I don't I just want you to know
2: Not us.
1: in a break you're I like, think you are like there's a lot of
0: there's a meeting there's going on There's a lot of right closed door now. meetings. I just want you to know.
3: I did everything <laughs> yeah. I could. Yeah. Meanwhile, that's what we said. We like we told them that we were okay with it. We just don't know but, if it helped. Yeah. No, we're I will
1: say it. on the air. And Bradley is like, "Okay, well, you know, <laughs> if this is going to be our last show, this was let's a good just run. make it the best show." <laughs> Meanwhile, I am Powering down no, like literally, a broken she can't robot. Talk. She's
0: running the board. I'm like, we're going to be good. How it's will I feed good. my family? We'll really just my life is about show. to
2: change, and it's all because of Honey Boo Boo. I'm
1: a catastrophizer. So I was already like, oh, I was God. fired. We were living on the streets. Oh, I was having to, I don't know what to do for money. But I mean, it was terrible. This
2: sure did turn into the best April Fool's Day ever, didn't yes, it? Yes.
0: No, because it, it was genius. <laughs> we took our April Fool's joke, failed miserably, and then you two turned it around around <laughs> and It was an April Fool's joke on us. Now, luckily at some point B. Arthur saved the day because she realized that she as the person responsible for making sure voices continue on the air right. needed to intervene because the two of us would not have made it through. We couldn't uh-huh. make it through 20 minutes. <laughs> I guess she was so she came in and... Took us out of our misery, and we—we, oh. we, I have never felt so good in my life at oh. that moment.
3: And in case you were wondering, they did make Lori and Julia very mad because the stench did not go away by no. the time their show started, no. and they were outrageously mad. It yeah. turned
1: out to be, um yeah, we made everybody day. mad. It was and, a big day a and great day again, of
3: all the people to make
1: everybody mad. Us,
2: <laughs> like, you're like, little yeah. Lance, no, like, it's true. Yeah, you are, you're like two of the sweetest people in the world. It was a great While day, we were
0: then anymore. Anyway. Well, yeah. at some oh, point Things, a things time. have it's changed, changed. Time.
3: Things You have are to try dead. to find that yeah. audio though and try to make it work because it would be fun to re listen oh, to that exact moment. It's pretty fun. Well,
1: Elizabeth and Marjorie, thank you so much for coming thank you, and lady. telling and, and telling this tale with us. Now, really quick, can we promote the podcast yes, that the two absolutely. of you do together.
2: Yes, we do a podcast called "Best to the Nest." Um, Elizabeth and I do it. I do it from Phoenix. Elizabeth does it from here in Minnesota. Gosh, I love technology. And it is. Te- it's so much fun, and we just have the best time, and we really talk about. Well, it's just like two girlfriends chatting about what it means to raise your kids, stay married, build houses, tear down houses, do all of those kind of things. Add on to houses. Add on to houses. But how do you do that and sort of have your best family and your best time so that when you look back, there were more good days than bad days. But it's really fun. We laugh a lot. We actually cry a lot. We get a lot of notes from people that we make a lot of people cry. So if you need a a good cry, (laughs) come listen to Best Than Us. But mostly we laugh. And it's just uh, it's like two girlfriends
3: talking. Wouldn't you say, Elizabeth? <laughs> I turned off yeah. my mic because oh. my child was crying as I was parenting <laughs> yeah. him oh. right here. She's trying to bring her best yes, to the nest. It right totally now. is. Yeah, it's a journey of how to be your best self at home and make your home really great, not just the outside <laughs> of your life. And that here, you want to hear real life. Here's real life. Frankie, real Frankie life. You want to say hi?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true, everybody. That's, That's about two, right. Two. Thanks oh, for man. having us, you guys. Thanks oh, for gosh, staying, thanks you for guys. Out really, and seriously. And what a fun treat to see our friend Marjorie. We haven't yes. seen her in years. We love you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Everybody, let's hear it for Elizabeth and Marjorie. So, bye, you guys. So this is the Colleen and Bradley Team Cobra Tell All episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show. Very special from the fair.
0: We've got a lot more stories to tell, but if you have questions, things you want to know about what's going on behind the scenes, you know, we might have to... Um,
2: We'll
1: dish
0: tales. a little dirt, spill a little tea. If you want to do that, you can tweet us, email us, uh, let us know. I think there's a post on social media as well. We would love to answer your questions. We'll check all
1: those avenues, and we'll uh, come back with another behind-the-scenes story of The Colleen and Bradley Show in My Talk one oh seven one. Welcome back to Team Cobra Tells All. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. Very special from the Minnesota State Fair this Saturday. Uh, We'll be on with you till 3 o'clock. And if you want to hear any stories uh, or you have any questions about how people really are off the air, we are here to tell those tales. We
0: are indeed. We're very excited. This is kind of an annual tradition now. I mean, we've done it for the last three years. And um, do you want to tell the we have in our arsenal.
1: It's true. So actually, what's funny about this is we just let Marjorie go, but Marjorie is a big, huge part of this story too. And we we actually had a request for this story in the break uh, saying that Julia alludes to this story a lot, but doesn't really ever tell the full story. Well, First of all, I do need you all to know we cannot tell the whole story. Yeah,
0: so um, because of uh, FCC regulations, we're not. <laughs> no. So here's the thing. We do Project Down and Dirty every year. You know what Project Down and Dirty is, right? It's basically a reality show on the radio. Every year, um, our bosses stick us in a new environment, kind of like a fishbowl. We you know, do our shows from that. One year, we did a musical. Well, one year, we did boot camp up north, right? I think yep. it was up mm-hmm. north. Um, at Camp Ripley, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, it was very stressful. It was very rigorous, but it was also um, a lot of fun.
1: And let's just say that people took the opportunity—some more than others—to really cut loose uh, at the end of the day.
0: So one particular day, yeah.
1: One particular day, we were at a party uh, where there was a bar, and the bar was hosted. Yeah. Now. If you've ever been to a wedding with a hosted bar, you know that there are people who will take full advantage of the hosted bar. Mm.
0: Who it's, on the My Talk hmm. 1071 staff would take full who, advantage of hmm. an open bar? Let me hmm. think. Is
1: it no, nope, it's not you. Not me. Uh, wasn't me. Uh,
0: not you. Wasn't Marjorie. Wasn't nope. no uh,
1: It was Julia. It oh, was yeah. Julia. Oh, yeah, Julia it was did. Julia. Julia was overserved by herself. And um <laughs> I mean there are stories about how that all went down? Yeah, so <laughs>
0: it turns out, we didn't know that Julia was going to end up back at the barracks. We all were staying in a barracks, and so just to set the stage a little bit, we all were in one barracks. The morning show, they had their own space because, you know, they have to get up super early, but the rest of us were the all closet, sharing for the record, a big, long barracks, which is just a big expanse, essentially, of beds, one after the other. And it was Marjorie, me, uh, and Colleen, and we were literally in a row. That's how we slept. We had to make our beds every morning, regulations uh, Passar. Lori and Julia, of course, were at the end of the of the expanse because they need their own space. They're divas, right? So um, and it was basically the three of us Marjorie, me, Colleen, and then Julia. Okay, well, long story short, we had to wrangle Julia back to the barracks because she was loose.
1: And she was wa- she wanted to go party more, and we were like, "No, trying that's- to find
0: people to party." No. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, the three grannies, <laughs> again, yeah. Marjorie, Bradley, me, are in our beds, like with our you know covers up to our necks, just like waiting for sleep to come. But then Julia comes roaring into the room, yeah, three to five sheets to the wind. I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. We well, we had to. You remember, we had to wrangle her back because she was uh, in danger of reaching the actual enlisted people's. Or, you know, yeah. the actual, like, she military personnel. She went to find personnel. the soldiers. Yeah. Like,
1: she was trying to find their barracks. So and she's wandering around, and we're like, no.
0: So we bring her back. Pause really quick. Yeah.
1: I wanted to maybe shift that responsibility to Lori, but Lori has learned
0: oh, no. over the years Mm-mm. that
1: she's not going to take part in that. So Lori she's reading Lori is down at bed. the end
0: with her, no, remember she had her headphones yep. on or earbuds in.
1: And Lori twirls her hair while she reads. So, so she's, she's reading just,
0: her book. You know, she's done with the night. Mm-hmm. We wrangled Julia back to, um, to the barracks, and that's when the fun began. And what proceeded essentially was, I don't know, at least an hour, if not more, of the best one-woman show, courtesy of Julia, that I have ever seen in my life.
1: Ever, I, I I'm not even entirely sure what we learned, but there was a lot of talk. Of she gave us a very. Um, detailed some of this we've actually agreed to never talk about, so I can't actually share
0: some of it but I've forgotten at this point what we're not supposed to talk I know, about. So. You know,
1: she she gave us a very detailed uh, account of what it felt like to give birth.
0: Yeah, I believe there was a 747 involved. Yep. And it, you have to remember okay, so when we say that it and was no, a one one. Julia did show, not
1: give birth on a seven forty seven.
0: Um no she was saying it came you know, out of a place. <laughs> um but you have to 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 paint the picture for you, three of us in beds julia walking from one end of one bed to one end of the other bed performing for us as she told us these stories i have never and i'm not even under or uh exaggerating when i tell you i have never laughed so hard for so long oh. in my entire life and it would it would culminate between or it would culminate in me laughing so hard then turning to one of these two <laughs> with just a look of what is going on what are we
1: doing here and, and then we would all
0: and then we'd bust out and make each
1: other laugh
0: laughter even more and well we took a bunch of notes
1: Bradley was the secretary of this event so he was taking notes I I was actually and no these do not exist any longer so you cannot ask me to post them I was taking video and photographs yeah uh, that we watched the next day to relive the laughter I I still can't believe. So what were some of the notes? Okay,
0: well, that we I have to choose share. wisely. Choose wisely. So, um, what can, can I say Hold on, that me word look. on the air? Yeah, sure. Okay. The vagine. I'm going to say the word the vagine. This That's was, what she said. This was one of the quotes that came out of Julia's mouth. The vagine is a machine that doesn't like gangrene. So this was like the extemporaneous poetry coming out of the mouth of Julia. She also at one point said, and I, I have to be careful with some of these because I don't know what I'm saying, and I'm concerned <laughs> so that I'm saying something FYI, offensive. I'm
1: pretty sure she didn't know yeah. what she was saying either. Which one are we going for next?
0: I'm a waitress without a tail. Anyone? Again. No clue. What? What? Um, your guess is as good as our, uh, ours. I'm not going to read that one. Nope, you can't do that. Uh, <laughs> I got to... Okay, well, there were a lot of hand gestures with this one. I got to rely on these... These I don't know where the other these were, but these, these, and these. There are three these. So I know I there don't are know at which least these, these but I'm not sure where the other these the were. The one these
1: I got. The well, yeah, that's two. a this.
0: That's not a these. That's why I'm confused. But
1: you know what? Remember, we're in the mind of Julia.
0: Also from <laughs> Julia uh, on on the foot of a bed in a military barracks late at night. After three she's sheets been to the wind, overserved. There's not a lot to forest.
1: No clue. No idea what that was. And
0: perhaps the best one, what's going on? I don't know. We, we were like, we, we couldn't don't have either. said it any better ourselves, Julia. We
1: don't know either. Yeah. Uh, that is, but you know, it's funny because I, I feel like Julia's memories of that evening are very fuzzy. Ours are clear as a bell.
0: Yeah, well she, you also after wasn't that the next morning where she walked in on the morning show that was broadcasting? Okay.
1: So, th- so we shared a wall with, the, we broadcast in another barracks. That was that we shared a wall with. And the morning show was broadcasting and it was too loud for Julia. So she walked in with her nightcap and her pajamas on and asked them to turn it down. <laughs> we will be back with more stories on Team Cobra Tells All live from the Minnesota State Fair after this on My Talk One O seven one. All episode on My Talk 1071, streaming live at My Talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello.
0: Hi. Hello. Hi. Are you
1: guys tired? Do we, hey, we will, we, we'll tell been, you a very entertaining story?
0: Yeah, how about that? Okay. Should we do that? So we've been doing um our behind the scenes tell all. And uh, we have a lot of f- interesting, I'm using that word Minnesotan. Yeah. Interesting guests that we've had on the show. Now, before we tell, like, maybe the big story about, yeah. like, the one we didn't enjoy very much, because we've talked about that more mm-hmm. than once, should we tell the story about the, you know, we just had a cast member on our show mm. from Facts of Life, Lisa Welchel. Yes. That was a wonderful story. It was
1: so much fun. Or, not she story. Was,
0: that was a wonderful interview. She was on I on
1: Wednesday, and I, I think, right? Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So if you didn't uh, hear it, it's I, th- I think it's worth going back and listening to, especially if you were a big fan of um, the Facts of Life. Uh, So that was a good interview.
0: But we've also had a lot of, well, I should say not but necessarily, but we also have had a number of other sitcom uh, celebrity interviews. People like, you know, we had the mom from Mr. Belvedere. No, was it? Yeah, it was the mom from Mr. Belvedere, didn't we? Did we? I swear we did. Anyway, we've also had Penny Marshall, TV's. Oh, that was um, awesome. Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. Yes. Uh who else have we had on the air? Oh
1: we had uh we had Jenna von Oy who played six in the show Blossom. Yeah. We had, we had this like we had a hit list of people that we wanted from our youth that we wanted to have on the air. And many of them we've had on the air, and Lisa Welchel was for sure like one of the biggest
0: yeah, for sure uh, that we were
1: most the, excited about.
0: The other really big interview we were very excited to do was with the guy from a show, a little show called Different Strokes. You guys remember that show, Different Strokes? What you talking about? What Willis? you talking about Willis? Well, Willis was actually tell on us what our show. he was talking about. And you you uh, may know that Willis is actually Todd Bridges. And Todd Bridges was in town, I think, to do a comedy special. Yeah, he was doing comedy. So we were like, of course we want to talk to Todd Bridges because different strokes, man, that was our childhood. Yeah, right? it was big. So we had, you know, um, well, I don't know. The interview was interesting.
1: Well, OK, I'll just tell. i I'll do okay, it. It's fine. Uh, so he starts the interview by, you know, uh, remarking about what it's like to perform in a comedy club where everybody's drinking. And he's been sober for so many years, yeah. And I thought, hmm, hmm. that's weird because you smelled like a bar, like it, from the mouth so region.
0: That was a little awkward.
1: So I was like, I don't know that you've been sober for even the last ten minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that was odd yeah. and awkward. Um, but then it got more awkward from there. So the way we used to do the show, now Bradley and I are in the same studio. But at the time, we were in separate studios. Yeah.
0: Could you even see him? I could not no, see him. No, I didn't think so.
1: And uh, But I could see Bradley. And I, um, Bradley, <laughs> we were struggling to have some conversation. Yeah, you
0: know how you're having one of the, well, I, you may not know, but there are interviews, and you've probably heard interviews like this, where you can tell that the the host's are trying really hard to keep the conversation going because um, maybe because the, the guest is not, is not fully engaged, treated. right? So we're just like we're you know I think we'd asked all of the questions that we had. Um, the time you know the clock was still ticking, and um,
1: so Bradley uh, s- starts to talk about all the people that were on different strokes. And he's like, oh, you know, that really was such a great show. So and many great people. So many great people. And he starts to kind of list them off. And then he goes to Todd Bridges. And I know this is coming because I know him so well. I, I was like yeah. in his head. And I was like, oh, he's going to no, no, do it. No, 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 Don't do it. And he goes, do you keep in touch with any of them? And I was like, oh.
0: Because here's the thing you don't maybe know. So every single cast member from that show is dead. Is dead. So I've just asked him, the only guy who's alive, if he still keeps in touch with any of the dead people. It was really awkward. Which also, by the way, has to be a sore spot for him because his friends and, you know, co-workers are all dead with the exception oh. of and, and what I did was I did that thing where I tried to save it and I was like no I meant like you know Mrs. Garrett because she technically was on the show and was still alive at that at point that time, but that yes. was literally the only person and from then, that show and then who like was still alive a year
1: or two later then Mrs. Garrett died and I just looked at Bradley like hmm yeah. what are you going to say to Todd Bridges now
0: I know I'm probably <laughs> nothing
1: it was awkward. Exactly. It was very
0: awkward. That was the worst. That's like one of those things where you, s- the words are coming out of your mouth and you're like, I really shouldn't be saying this right so now. That
1: is an example of an awkward interview that was awkward because of us. <laughs> yeah. And not because of the interview. E.
0: Do you want to do that one now?
1: Do you want to do that? Well, one?
0: you know what? We could do. We could save. I. I was thinking of some of the lesser ones, like Madonna's oh, brother. We, okay,
1: we got to talk about Madonna's brother. What happened when we had Madonna's brother on? So, what's his name again? Michael, Madonna's brother. Madonna, his name is Madonna's brother, Michael
0: Chacon. I don't
1: even remember why he was on. He had a book or something, and you know, no, he had a book. He most certainly had a book. Like, well, we're mid-days. Like, we don't get but the big also, stars. But we're please like, remember, brother.
0: Please remember, at that point, we think we'd been on the air for a couple years. We're, like, really, like, excited about the chance to talk to people like this. Because, a per- like, Madonna's brother is as close to Madonna as we're probably going to get. Yeah,
1: we're not going to get to Madonna.
0: So, at that point, we're like, sure, we'll talk to Madonna's sure. brother. So, we talked to him about his book. His book was... I don't even know what the it book was about. It was called
1: Being Madonna's Brother, Yeah, I think, literally, is what it was titled. But
0: they didn't have a good, they don't have a good relationship or it's a strained relationship, mm-hmm. so it's not like we were expecting to get, you know, anything deep and dark about Madonna necessarily, but um, we thought we would at least have a pleasant interview with her brother.
1: And we did for a short period of time, but then... Um so sometimes when you interview people on the air, we're a little bit unique on a talk station because we do all of our interviews live. We don't pre-record interviews. But when people are being interviewed, they don't necessarily know that unless you explicitly tell them. And so sometimes they assume that they're being, that this is a pre-recorded interview so it can be edited for time. Yeah. Or that they're, you know, I don't even know. He might have thought we were a podcast. I don't even think podcasts were that <laughs> big at
0: that time. But No, I don't know that he really knew what was going on, frankly.
1: Okay, so... Okay, here's the other piece that you need to know. We are we have an eight second delay, and there's a button that we hit when somebody swears.
0: It usually looks like this. It this does. is not the the button in question, but it kind of looks just like this. And
1: we have these conveniently located at every state at like every seating area in our station so that anybody can reach it at any time. So what happens, though, is that gets rid of the eight-second delay, and then it slowly builds back up, but it takes about 15 minutes to get back to that eight-second delay.
0: So if somebody says, drops... you know, A word
1: that we're not going to say here. Yeah,
0: if somebody drops a four-letter word that they're not supposed to say, you can press it once.
1: And then you pray that they don't say it again. What you're supposed to do is get rid of them, but then, again, we learn the hard way because it's madonna's brother we're like we can't just cut him off now so he
0: dropped and he dropped the word of all no he didn't, no no it was, the, it was the s word yeah right mm-hmm. yeah it was the s he word. he dropped that word yeah we dumped it and we're like oh oh don't do that don't say that and then
1: not even 15 seconds later
0: it another, he did it again another s bomb
1: so it's the end of that story yeah uh so that that wasn't our favorite interview then we did have to cut him off we yeah. were like bye madonna's brother
0: and we've had a number of those interviews. I mean, usually people are pretty good now.
1: Do you remember when we talked to Octomom? Everybody knows Octomom, right? She literally had eight babies.
0: That was another area of our show <laughs> that we really focused on in the early days because those were basically the only people who would talk to us. We
1: couldn't get in the
0: middle of the day. We so couldn't we get had, the big people. No, literally here we had Octomom, Tan Mom, Honey Boo Boo, Teen Mom, Teen Mom, Courtney Stodden. Did I say Tan Mom? Yeah. Yeah. So we've I mean, had all yeah. of those people. I mean,
1: we, That was our that's, that's our, our sweet spot. Yeah, exactly. So we had Octomom on and um, do you remember this where she was in her backyard on top of oh, her yeah. kid's jungle gym.
0: Because she didn't get good reception. She wasn't
1: getting a good signal. Yeah. And she literally was going 75 miles per hour. Like yeah. her her mouth was just blah, 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 blah. So that, you know, we have those interviews. Yeah. And then we have the mother of all uncomfortable interviews. Yeah. Which we're only too happy to tell you about, and we're gonna do that when we come back from Let's the break. It. We're gonna tell you about the mother of all uncomfortable interviews that we anticipated so greatly. We were so excited to interview this person. Well, it was a
0: huge letdown because we were really excited to talk to the person. And then it turned out that the person was not all that was
1: It really actually even all that interested nice. in talking to us. Yes. All right, we'll tell you about that interview after this on my talk one oh seven one. Welcome back. This is the Team Cobra Tells All episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything, entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We're telling some oldies but goodies. Some of these you may have heard before, but hopefully you're hearing them with new ears. Exactly. Uh, these are all the stories from behind the scenes uh, on the Colleen and Bradley Show at My Talk 1071. But if you want to ask a question that you like, if you have a question about somebody we work with or what we're really like in the mornings or who drinks the most coffee or I don't know, whatever you can dream up. You can send us an email. Just go to the my talk one Oh seven one, uh, website, my talk dot com. Go to the Colleen and Bradley show page, email us there, or you can tweet us. I'm at my talk
0: Colleen at Bradley trainer. And
1: I think there's a Facebook post up too. So we should check that as well. But in this moment, we promised that we would tell you about our, um, Most awkward interview.
0: Okay, so um, one of my favorite shows growing up was a little show called Mama's Family. Do you remember Mama's Family, right? Of course. Mama's Family with Vicki Lawrence playing the role of Mama. And, of course, Vicki Lawrence, one of our all-time favorite actresses and comedians from the Carol Burnett show. So this woman has occupied a space in our brains and our um, sort of pop culture pantheon of just being a really amazingly talented performer
1: and you know like you know I'll speak for myself in this that like when I was young um when I was a young little redheaded girl I know that it sounds ridiculous but like nobody looked like me nobody had red hair and and she did and she was funny and it like made I felt like that was like something I wanted to do and something I wanted to be. So I sort of idolized her and Carol Burnett and they were both on the show. Um, And so I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I I wouldn't say she was my idol, but she certainly had been somebody I'd looked up to since I was a small kid. And I know, Bradley, you loved that show. Um, You maybe had eyes for... The Bubba. son, Bubba, Bubba yeah. on the show. Yeah. And you, I mean, we were both like, oh my gosh, she's a funny woman. This so, is going to be so great. They came
0: to us and they said, do you guys want to, well, two things. One, do you want to go see the show um, that she's doing live? That was at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. There you go. You want to see her at the show? She was doing Grand Casino Hinkley, right? She has one. She, yeah, she has one. They have a really good buffet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go. <laughs> do you want to go see your show? And uh, she'll be on your on the radio with you guys. Um,
1: but here's the one caveat to that. You have to talk about this disease she has.
0: Well, because she was doing a um, campaign for a medical condition that mm-hmm. she had, and I honestly don't remember what it, I think it was a skin issue, Yeah, right? Like she had some sort of skin condition? Yes. Which is a little weird, right? But like, she's doing a national tour for a skin condition? I mean, you know, hey look, when you get up there, you got to, like, get that paycheck however you can. Exactly. I'm hoping someday my skin conditions will pay me to go on tour. <laughs> so they go, you got to talk about that. And we're like, fine, we don't care. Any chance to be in the same room with Vicki Lawrence, sign us up. We're in. So uh, we had her uh, scheduled to come on the show. Typically what happens is, uh, for our station anyway, is there's a lobby. The guest comes to the lobby, and then we will go greet the guests, escort them back to the studio, get them set up and do the interview.
1: So, we go out to meet her. We're very excited. And um, we don't quite know exactly what to anticipate, but we're sure that... We're about to meet somebody who we've idolized, and we might end up being embarrassed at how dorky we are. Yeah,
0: because usually, like, you see, you ever have that thing where you've met somebody that you idolize or you've, you you really are a fan of, and you're like, uh, you're like, uh, hey, uh,
2: you're, I don't know, you're, you're, uh, you're the, the coolest. That you you're are. so
0: cool. Kind of like with Lisa Welch the other day, was like, I don't know what to say to this woman. No. She's been such a part of my brain for the last however many years. And
1: a good, I mean a good celebrity I don't want to say it that way but like a good and that, like a person who's accustomed to that type of treatment has a way and is good at like making you not feel awkward yeah Vicky Lawrence was They'll not that person
0: no well the first thing that happens is I'm you gonna remember? like I'm gonna I'm okay gonna, so you're I'm Vicky Lawrence I'm enacting
1: it sorry this is a visual but so
0: like we're sauntering up like oh my god we're gonna meet Vicky Lawrence oh my god we're gonna meet she's Vicky Lawrence she's
1: flanked by two representatives so she's yep. got two people
0: and then her so then her representatives are like like, hey, nice to meet you. And we're like, hey, nice to meet you. Thanks they shake for coming. Hands. Hey, nice to meet you over here. Nice to meet you. And then it's like kind of customary, right? When you're meeting new people for the first time, meet one person, meet another person. Here's another person, Vicki Lawrence, that we're going to meet. I should probably go in for the, hey, nice to meet you.
1: Vicki Lawrence is scrolling through her phone very close to her face. We go in for the handshake and, we're like, and she does And this. everybody's
0: looking. Even her handlers are looking at her like,
1: now is where you say hello. She takes her phone and shoves it in our face like this and goes, look at this video of this dog.
0: We're like, um, um okay. Okay. All right. Cool dog, man. So That's we watched really cool. her dog video. <laughs> dog. And then. I'm th- like, she's busy. She's going to interviews all day. Like, seriously, fine, whatever.
1: And then she goes back into her phone and we bring her back into. We're like, okay, I guess this is. How so this we haven't gonna even happen. really
0: like met her yet. And we're about to do an interview with her again about her skin. Condition, which is a very important it is. issue, it is, and it needs to be told. And we're a, there to it do was it. Some
1: sort of like chronic hive disease. Yes, it was
0: chronic hives. Like, and it that's was itchy. exactly what it was. Okay, she didn't have that, like during the interview that
1: we know of. I, maybe that's why she was so antisocial. No, I don't
0: know. She did not have hives.
1: Anyway, so we take her back to the studio. We get her comfortable. We're like, do you want any coffee? Maybe some water? No. Literally,
0: the whole time it's this scrolling through her phone, scrolling through her phone. No, I'm her good.
1: Handlers are so nice. I'm really
0: good. No.
1: The mics go on, and she's like... Hi, I'm Vicki Lawrence. I'm here to talk about my hives disease. What's your name? Okay, thank you for having me on your show. I'd like to talk about my hives disease and all the things I've done on television. Here's a funny story about me on TV. And we're like...
0: Here's answer number 42. We're like... You know, like, you just know that she's answered all these questions a hundred times. We get that when we interview people. You know, we don't want to ask always the same question that they've been asked a hundred times. But you got to do a little bit of that right because it's Vicki Lawrence. Like, if we didn't ask her about Carol Burnett, if we didn't ask her about... my Mama's Family, you know, we'd be like, oh my God, I like, I would say, oh my God, I loved Mama's Family. It was one of my favorite shows. Um, and she'd be like, oh, yes. Okay.
1: But she was at least like engaging with us when yeah. the mics were on and like making eye contact and be, now we were so excited to have her on. We knew we were in our souls. We could do two full segments with her. Now, two full segments in radio is approximately, at least for us, is a half hour. It's That's a lot. It's two 10-minute two conversations, essentially, because we've got some breaks in there. And we're in the middle of the first segment we have her going, oh,
0: no. This is not happening. We're not doing two segments. Clearly, we're going to cut her loose, and she's going to go away. I don't know what to do. we can't get anything out of her other than, you know...
1: And now I can't actually remember Bradley did we cut her loose or did we oh, keep we had her for have, the full 2 seconds There's sec- no way we I, kept I her know for 2 seconds because
0: we, we wouldn't have had anything to talk to her about it was- And during the break um, well, no, maybe we did keep we up for two have. segments because what I remember specifically, again, we're talking about our interview with Vicki Lawrence. And again, this is a woman we've looked up to, idolized. She's hilarious. She's a comedian. And she literally is doing this the whole time during the break.
1: Head in the phone. Head in the yep. phone.
0: Mm-hmm. So right now what yep. this
1: amounts to is the, the the new state fair food that you've been anticipating for weeks. You've been so excited to eat. And then you show up at the Minnesota State Fair and you order that thing and you take the first bite, and it tastes disgusting yeah that 's what we 're having happen to us emotionally in this moment
0: yeah. and you know you kind of get it, but at the same time, you kind of expect that they 're like they 're going to meet you halfway right right. Because, again, we understand this is not, like, the first interview they've ever done. I get that it's she's... probably not fun because it's, like, the fifth interview she's done that day. And, in fact, I know this is, this is how I know we did not overreact to this story. <laughs> and people are like, wow, you guys really had high expectations of Vicki Lawrence. Cut her some slack. No, because, in fact, I watched in real time... Um, Her going from place to place to place throughout the Twin Cities, different TV shows, other radio shows. And I was watching people on social media say, like, well, that was interesting. Or, you know, that was, you know, it was clear that she was having the same effect. Yes. In different places. Yes. So it was not just the fact that we were maybe... Uh, overreacting and we or go, under.
1: We go overboard. Like We knew that she meant more to us than we did to her. So well, we weren't course. expecting her to be like, oh, I'm so excited to talk to you, the Colleen and Bradley show from Minnesota. But at,
0: at the end of it, we were like, I'm sorry, we were bitter. I
1: almost cried we a were, little bit. You no, know, we didn't. I, I don't think it was I cro- did.
0: Well, I didn't. I was like, excuse me, please. This is a... I mean, you are an amazing person, <laughs> but come on already. We have had very talented people on our show who've been extremely gracious. We
1: have had Tan Mom on. Yes.
0: (laughs) Tan Mom has told me things that... She's told nobody else. ...changed my life. That's true. Not really. But
1: here's where the story gets... This is my favorite part of the story. Of the story, So we go out into our lobby area, and we're like, you're not leaving without a picture. So we're going to take a picture with Vicki Lawrence. And so um, Bradley and I have a way of, we like to always put whoever we're taking a picture with in between us. So we sandwich, the, you know, she's like the middle of the sandwich. She gets in the sandwich. Well,
0: again, the whole time.
1: In her phone, the whole time. And we're like, okay, picture time. So we hand off our phones to the handlers. We push her into sandwich. We all put our arms around each other the customary way. And... She's a hand hoverer. Do you know what that means? It means she had a good solid two inches between her hands and us. And it was, it like, was
0: instantly like, where's the camera? And that <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, it was something she's clearly done a bajillion times.
1: But my favorite part is that Bradley just was like, oh, no, no. I will never get another picture with Vicky Lawrence, no. and I am not going to have hand hovering. And he just grabbed on for dear life and just oh, like yeah. pulled her in. And yeah. so I was like, okay, so we're like gripping onto her, and she <laughs> like can't even
0: be. I mean, I am getting a picture out of this. This is all I care about at this point. Is like, fine, you're not, you're going to ruin my my image of you. Fine, that's okay. At least, but I'm I am tell getting everybody. a gall darn picture. Now, the best part of the story is that after we took this group photo. Um, not only was I bitter at Vicki Lawrence, but then I was bitter at Colleen because she posted the photo online and cut me out of it. So her photo of Vicky Lawrence, the three of us, is just the two of them.
1: It's true. I'm but like,
0: um, and she's like, well, I just, it looks better in the square if it's just I'm like, you cut me out of the photo. (laughs) And it's not even, like, artful. It was like, oh, look, there's another person in the picture that you're clearly not seeing because Colleen is so excited to have a picture of her and Vicki Lawrence.
3: You can see Bradley's hand I was the not amused.
0: <laughs> he doesn't think it's funny. I, I literally was not laughing at that moment.
3: Oh,
1: but I think it's funny. Uh,
0: <laughs> we now did, we do.
1: We did get a question on the Facebook page uh, that oh, we cool. will get to when we come back on All the right. Colleen and Bradley show. This is the Team Cobra Tell All episode, live from the Minnesota State Fair. And if you do have a question you want us to answer, if you're in our live audience, you can come up and ask it. We'll make sure we answer it. Uh, otherwise, you can go to the My Talk1071 One Facebook page and a comment on the post. We will ask, we will answer those questions as well, or you can email us on our show page or tweet us. We'll be back after this.
0: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview.